guys and welcome back so before i get into this episode i just wanted to ask you a quick favor i'd be really grateful if you could take a few minutes of your time and fill out this short uh, survey which i have inserted in the podcast description it would just be really helpful if you guys could give me some feedback and tell me just let me know what you think on the podcast so far and I'm, as, I, as I mentioned in the last episode, I'm doing this as part of the project. So I just really need to get some feedback. So I'd really appreciate it if you could do it. And now without further ado, let's get into the episode. So today I want to talk about self-confidence as well as stepping out of your comfort zone. Because I think that those two things are really interlaced with each other. Uh, and affect each other very much so so that's why I chose to combine these two topics into one episode so I'm gonna start pretty much with my journey with developing my self-confidence I wouldn't say it's perfect even now I mean when it comes to self-confidence it's such a thing that can vary even if it's something that you have been working on you're still going to have days when you feel low and automatically your self-confidence is also low. Because, yeah, confidence is affected by a lot of different things, into which I'm going to get later in the episode. So obviously you can have days when you feel more confident and then days when you don't feel so confident and that's also normal. It's okay. But anyways, back to my journey. So probably... If you were to ask me like a year ago or two years ago whether you'd you were to ask me this question whether i consider myself a confident person i probably would have said no no i mean i definitely would have said no i mean i would be like me confident i mean i never thought of myself as a confident person like i never associated myself with that trait and before i used to think that confidence is something that's like innate that some people are just born with it and some people just have that confidence and it's like their personality trait why others are more shy I didn't know that confidence is something that you can learn and that in fact most people like learn to become confident there isn't many people who are just like naturally confident like obviously genetics also play a part in here and there are some people who are like naturally more confident and more sociable you could say while there are people who are naturally more shy especially in social situations or in like new situations in situations they have never been before but it was kind of my mistake to think that self-confidence is something that cannot be learned it's actually a skill that can be learned and that can be trained and pretty much everyone can become confident. So if you are like I was or you were like I was and you would have never thought that you're a confident person and you never thought that you could do it, that you could learn to become confident, that isn't a helpful mindset. And realizing that everyone can learn to become confident is also really crucial here. So if you're still doubting yourself, I can assure you that everyone is able to learn how to become confident. So as I said, my confidence would depend on a lot of things. It was also heavily affected by my mood that particular day 
or not even day i mean at that at the time being whenever i was in a better mood uh my confidence was also obviously higher i felt better and i like felt more motivation to just like act and also step out of my comfort zone and yeah just do things that i wanted to do i have also really noticed that stepping out of your comfort zone also was like yeah as i said heavily interlaced with self-confidence because i noticed that whenever i like took the initiative and like did something that i found frightening at first or i was afraid to do and i actually managed to you know get a hold of myself and actually managed to do it my confidence would always increase afterwards and stepping out of my comfort zone generally has helped me build my confidence like in general it i i would say that it made me a more confident person i've noticed that when i started working on myself and my self esteem you know started to go up my confidence also kind of naturally went up obviously so yeah when i started working on myself more when i started to step out of my comfort zone and like convince myself to do things that i was scared of and i became better at like coping with stress and like anxiety that presents itself in such situations like new situations for me it was especially social situations or situations that like required me to do something in front of like a lot of people especially people i didn't know like public speaking or like presenting something in front of others because before i used to like run away from such situations you could say uh i remember it was in it was my freshman year in high school and i had this oral presentation and i was supposed to present it in front of the whole class and at the time being it was a big deal for me and i just i just thought to myself like immediately when i heard of it that we had to present it in front of our whole class i just thought to myself i can't do it like it's impossible i can't just like go up there and present it i would be too nervous and at the time being i just i decided i'm not going to do it and i came to my teacher and i asked her whether i could just present it in front of her and thankfully she agreed and i'm not saying that it was a bad thing to do because at the time being it was what i needed to do because i just didn't feel ready to step out of my comfort zone and to try to do it in front of the whole class so i just did i did what what was best for me and i took care of my well-being and of myself so i was you know in charge in a way so i was also good but then once i started to feel more ready i decided to take those risks and try to step out of my comfort zone and it was obviously more beneficial for me than running away from the problem because it only increased the problem what i'm saying now it's not necessarily connected with self confidence but but the bottom line is that avoiding your problems your fears is only going to increase them uh, however when you actually face them and you take the action you step out of your comfort zone it will actually be way more beneficial for you and it will help you build your confidence and the next time as you will have to 
take part in a similar experience, it will be way easier for you. And although you probably still will be stressed, right? Because it's a skill, it takes practice. So for me, public speaking is still something that makes me nervous, that makes me stressed. But now I have learned how to cope with stress, how to take control of the stress when it arises. And I just know how to deal with it because I started stepping out of my comfort zone and it provided me with opportunities to challenge that stress. And that has overall helped me to learn how to deal with it. But it's not about stress today, it's about self-confidence. Anyway, one last thing. Don't Also, don't feel bad if you're just avoiding your problems sometimes. I mean, sometimes that is the solution that works for you now and it's something that you have to do. And it's also okay, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to highlight the importance of stepping out of your comfort zone and how it can help you increase your self-confidence. Now I just kind of want to distinguish between real confidence and like superficial, shallow confidence. You could even say like cockiness or overconfidence because there are many people who just appear to be like super confident but they're like acting, you know, really cocky and in reality people who usually act that way are actually the most insecure and they're not so confident at all because if a person is confident they don't feel the need because of that they don't feel the need to like prove to others while people who try to, you know, take up as much space and they try to act like cocky, they're usually the ones who are insecure and they're just trying to prove to others that they're confident. Like when someone's confident, they don't feel the need to prove to others that they're confident. That is one of the things about confidence. While people who try to show off, they're usually trying to like compensate like make up for their lack of confidence so now i just want to talk about some factors that our confidence can depend on so as i said it can obviously it depends on how we're feeling mainly because if we're in a good mood it automatically makes us more confident but if we had a bad day then we obviously feel less confident and confidence is really heavily associated with our mood, with our well-being, and with how we're feeling that day. Because also, if you're feeling good, you probably have... If you're feeling good for a reason, right? And then you probably have more motivation to, as I said, take the initiative and to try to step out of your comfort zone. However, when you're feeling low, you usually... You're just not in a mood to do such things, and you don't really even think about such things. And it's understandable and it's also normal. And we all have our low days, days when we feel worse. And it's normal to not feel confident on that day. Another thing is our physical appearance. When we feel that we look good, it automatically also increases our confidence in general. And when we feel like we look good, it makes us feel better. And we're more likely to... Yeah, take the initiative and like step out of our comfort zone when like meeting new people or like on a party, for instance, you're when you're feeling good and you feel like you look good, you're, you're more likely to approach someone, for instance. However, confidence is more than just about appearance. And if someone feels truly confident, then they don't really care as much as their appearance, you would say, like, their 
appearance isn't a factor that indicates whether they feel confident or not. But of course, it can help us feel more confident in a particular situation, especially if it's a new situation, if we feel good about ourselves. Another thing is what other, other people think of us and receiving that other people's validation. It can be addictive, let's be honest, and a lot of people base their confidence and their worth even on that, on what other people have to say about them. So obviously, it's normal in a way, because obviously when people compliment you, even if you like didn't notice those particular things, it immediately makes you feel good and it makes you feel more confident, and that's also normal, but it can be detrimental to you, because once, on the other hand, when someone says something bad about you, you instantly tend to internalize it, even when it's not necessarily true. And I mean, it's not true because it's just that person's opinion. Then if you tend to internalize it, it immediately affects your confidence. And yeah, it, it, it just brings you down. And actually, I've noticed, so I'd probably like to do a separate episode on validation because it's really interesting to me. But I've noticed that we're more vulnerable we crave other people's validation more when we're feeling low and when our confidence is low okay so the bottom line is that when you're feeling confident you probably don't care that much about what other people have to say and you also don't really need their validation and now i just want to briefly talk about comparison and how it can affect our self-esteem and our confidence usually negatively it usually has a bad impact on our confidence of course people can compare themselves to others to make themselves feel superior than them and to sort of give themselves that superficial shallow confidence i was talking about but then again that's not real confidence it's just a way in which they make up for the lack of confidence and in a way they try to prove to themselves that they're confident when they're not, and to show others that they're confident. However, people mainly compare themselves to others, make themselves feel inferior. I mean, when they compare themselves to others, they usually make themselves look bad and usually like place the other person higher, like on a pedestal, you could say. And I don't think I even have to say that it's bad to our self-esteem and it can really bring us down. And it can be really difficult to kind of work on your confidence when you're constantly comparing yourselves to others. So you're pretty much sabotaging your progress, your own growth that way. So yeah, we've got to lose the comparison. I just wanted to briefly mention it because probably many people realize how detrimental it is to them. And again, when someone truly feels confident, they don't feel the need to compare themselves to others and they don't really notice such things anymore. Okay, so now I want to share my advice on building your self-confidence. So the first thing is, you probably have heard it many times, but fake it till you make it. And by that, I don't mean acting, you know, all cocky, but more again, stepping out of your comfort zone and just taking the initiative, trying new things, even if you feel scared of them. Because once you implement that more and it becomes like a habit for you, you obviously gain confidence and then that confidence becomes real. So what I just mean by that, that 
if you fear something, if you're afraid of stepping out of your comfort zone or trying new things, try to work against that fear and try to try to approach it anyhow despite of that fear. Obviously, it might be difficult to hide that you're nervous at first, but again, once you start doing it more and more, it will be easier for you to take control of that stress, but also it will diminish, but also it will decrease with time, so don't worry. Okay, so I have mentioned that many times already in this episode, but stepping out of your comfort zone and trying new things, that is crucial, in my opinion, when it comes to developing your confidence, because if you find new hobbies or things that you're good at, it automatically makes you feel good, because if you like you have something that you're good at and there's something that you like doing and it works for you. So it automatically makes you feel better and it also makes you feel confident because you have found something that you're good at. So when you're confident in, in a certain field, in something, then it automatically makes you more confident in general. And we're often actually afraid to try new things or we're afraid of changes because it can be for many reasons. But I would say that it's mainly that we often worry what other people may think of that thing, or we're just afraid to break from a pattern or from a routine, or we're afraid that we're just not going to be good at it. But guess what? You will never know until you try it. So that's why I encourage you to try to step out of your comfort zone, because even if you end up not being good at it, or even if you end up not perceiving it as a success, although in my opinion, Each time you attempt to step out of your comfort zone, it is automatically a success. Even if you may have not succeeded, you know, or by that I mean that it may not have turned out the way you wanted it to, it's still a beneficial experience and it's still a success for you because you've managed to go against your fear and yeah, you managed to face your fears and you managed to learn something. Definitely, you always, you will always learn something from stepping out of your comfort zone that's why it's never a bad experience that's why it's never a waste because you will always manage to take out something from it even if you try something new like a new hobby and you've and it makes you realize that you're not good at it at least you found that out that this is not for you and you can you know keep on looking keep on pursuing something different until you find something that you enjoy and that you're good at And stepping out of your comfort zone doesn't only have to refer to trying new things, like finding new hobbies or interests, but overall in general, taking part in something or facing your fears and trying something despite feeling feeling stressed about it, feeling nervous. Like for me, as I said, it was public speaking. I used to be really afraid of it. I mean, I still am. It's still It's still a stressful experience for me. But I have gotten way better at it because, you know, I faced my fear and I took the initiative and I stepped out of my comfort zone in order to try to do it. And maybe it wasn't perfect, but it has never ended badly for me. So I believe that stepping out of your comfort zone is crucial when it comes to developing your self self-confidence, but also working with your fears because it's impossible to work on them unless you face them. And as I said, avoiding them or running away from them is not going to help you. It can only make them worse. 
So when you're ready and you can see how important it is to step out of your comfort zone, I really encourage you to do so. Because as I said, it will never be a waste of time. It will never be a bad experience. Even if it doesn't turn out the way you wanted it to, it will still be a beneficial experience because you'll manage to learn something about yourself from it. You'll manage to take out something from it and... As long as that happens, it's beneficial for your growth. Okay, now I cannot emphasize this enough, but stop comparing yourselves to others. You're only bringing yourself down this way and it's not gonna improve or benefit your confidence or your self-esteem in any way. And I know it can be hard to stop doing that because it's often a habit and we often tend to do it subconsciously when we're feeling low, like we're not even really aware that we're comparing ourselves to others and we can do it in all different sorts of areas in all different fields the important thing here is to catch yourself when you find yourself doing that and once you kind of start to become more aware of it it will also diminish and it will be easier for you to yeah to realize when you're doing it and to actually stop and break out of this habit also stop caring about what other people think of you and what they say about you. I know it's easier said than done, especially if people actually say those things out loud, and it isn't just the fact that you worry what they may think, but I want you to remember that we aren't insecure about things that we actually dislike about ourselves, but it's either because we worry what other people may think of them, or that someone has pointed them out in the past, And that's why you feel insecure about it. But the truth is that most likely people don't really even care about you that much because they have enough going on in their lives that they don't care that much about what you're doing. Like I, for instance, I used to be really afraid of like going out by myself. And what do I mean by that is like going shopping by myself or like going to a restaurant And just like in general spending time alone in public. Because I thought that all those people who are like with someone there or like in groups of people. I was especially scared of groups of people. Especially of people my age. Because I didn't really feel that affected by adults. It was more people my age. Because I always thought they were going to judge me. Or they're going to be wondering why am I here alone. Like. What does she not have any friends to go out with? Why is she alone? But the truth is that people don't even notice such things. Like, they're too caught up with their own stuff. They're too busy with that to even notice and to like analyze what you're doing here, like all by yourself. We just often tend to overanalyze such things. However, if someone happens, happens to point out something, or like made a, you know, a hurtful remark towards you, it's most likely because it's something they're insecure about. As I talked about it in my first episode, when I was talking about social media, people often tend to project their own insecurities onto other people, and it's a way for them to cope with them. They often, they also often do it subconsciously and not really realize. Of course, that doesn't justify it, But we all sometimes happen to make inappropriate comments about someone. We're most likely doing it subconsciously. 
And we usually don't say it out loud. It's more like we think. And then some people just happen to say it. And of course, they shouldn't be doing such things. And if you happen to feel this way or think this way about someone or something that they have, then don't say it out loud. Like, keep it to yourself. And also try to catch yourself when you're trying to find comfort in other people's flaws. Or you're using those other people's flaws to make yourself feel better about your own insecurities. So when you do that, try to also catch yourself when you start thinking that way. And ask yourself why you're thinking that particular way about this person. And address your insecurities. Identify where they're coming from. What's causing them. Like why you feel insecure about that thing in the first place. And then you most likely find that your insecurity is the result. Like once you start to dig deeper into that. You'll most likely realize that your insecurity is a result of someone else's comment. Or that someone you know, pointed it out in the past and ever since you feel insecure about it and now you project it onto others. So as I said, we often tend to cope with our insecurities by projecting them onto other people, whether we're just thinking that or we're actually making a comment, which again, we shouldn't be doing, or we're feeling intimidated or threatened by people who we perceive as confidence, who are confident. And then you can ask yourself whether you feel intimidated or threatened because of something they do or you just feel that way because you're kind of in a way jealous uh, that they're so confident and that you're not and that this makes you feel intimidated. So as I said, whenever such thoughts arise, it's important that instead of just accepting them, you actually address them. And you ask yourself why you feel this way. And then when you manage to work for them, it's easier for you to identify them the next time they arise. And to also just break out of this pattern of doing that. I mean, I, for instance, I used to feel really intimidated by confident people. Like, I kind of felt when I was like around them. I kind of always would like shrink myself and I just felt kind of uncomfortable. It was because I was lacking confidence and I felt really shy. So I, you know, they were taking a lot of, like metaphorically speaking, they were taking a lot of space. I mean, like not in a bad way, you know, they were confident. So, you know, they took up the space and that's good. And I was just kind of shrinking myself because I didn't feel confident. Another thing is learning to love yourself and not depending on others' validation to make you feel confident, to make you feel whole. And again, I know this is easier said than done and it's not just as simple that you wake up one day and you decide that you're not gonna care what other people think anymore. It obviously takes time and practice because it's just so deeply rooted. But seeing how detrimental it can be to your self-esteem and how it stops you from, you know, building your self-confidence. Also, caring so much about what other people have to say, it's just not worth it in the long run. I mean, it's really exhausting 
when you think of it because there will always be people who will like dislike you dislike something about you and it's normal you cannot please everyone you will not always get along with everyone and i'm not saying that i mean obviously you have to, we have to tolerate everyone even if we don't really like them and again it's okay that you don't click with everyone so also trying to please everyone it can be really exhausting and it's just impossible to you know mold yourself accordingly to everyone and to what they think so it's just important to stay true to yourself and then the right people will come and then you will know that the people that you're around spend time with you because they like you for the real you and not because you're you know molding yourself accordingly to what they think and to what they say yeah so it's impossible to please everyone so you might as well stop doing that and focus yeah on staying true to yourself and then the right people the people that you click with the people that you get along with will come also learning how to spend time alone I would love to also do a separate episode on alone time and like balancing your alone time and social time. But overall, learning to spend time alone, to be able to spend time alone, because people often fear spending time by themselves. And yeah, it can be scary to go out, uh, you know, by yourself, especially if you've never done it before. But trust me, once you become used to it, it's it can be really helpful with building your self-confidence and it can also make you feel better and make you feel more independent and you would rely less on other people's validation as well and i also know that loving yourself you know this whole concept it can be tricky especially since in our society i would say that mainly women are being shamed for being confident and you know for loving themselves I mean, I'm talking mainly about women because, like, I'm I'm a woman, so from my perspective, yeah, but we're often shamed for being confident and for, like, really loving ourselves and for liking things about ourselves. And I just want you to remember that, yeah, your gender doesn't really matter, but remember that loving yourself and feeling confident doesn't make you conceited or selfish. Also, prioritizing your ch- yourself and, like, choosing yourself and like yes, yeah, spending time alone as well, it doesn't it doesn't make you selfish. I mean, this is the kind of the narrative in our society, so it can be really hard to just like identify things that you like about yourself or to start loving yourself. You if you have been shamed for that, and you have you, if you have been told that, you know, loving yourself or liking things about yourself, uh, makes you yeah conceited or makes you cocky and you know and so on what i feel like can be really helpful this is just like a small step but just trying to like find things that you like about yourself like identify a few things that you like about yourself it can be about your body but it can also be about your personality or just like yeah just identify things that you're good at or that you like about yourself and when you think more about such things It will make you also feel more confident and like more confident with yourself. So remember, there's nothing bad about loving yourself and about feeling good with your body and yeah, with yourself and feeling confident. It doesn't make you selfish or conceited. 
yeah so practicing self-love and gratitude can be really helpful here i don't know if i mentioned gratitude in my last episode however in our society we mainly tend to focus on what we don't have i think i mentioned that but we tend to focus on what we don't have and we try to pursue those things just because other people have them even though they wouldn't really make us happy in reality instead of focusing on all the great things that we already possess and gratitude just like writing down things that you're grateful for it can be each day but it can also be in general it makes you more appreciative of what you have yeah and it just makes you realize how many great things you already have and how yeah how great you are as a person and it's important that you acknowledge that okay so i want to end this episode on a positive note but before i do so i want you to remember that as like one last final sentence i want you to remember that the way other people treat you is not a reflection of your worth of who you really are and yeah that was it thank you so much for listening for tuning in and i'll see you next time